0: Hello, my built to Be you friends. I am so excited for you to drop into this conversation with Bri with me this week. She is a nurse coach and a woman on a serious mission to shift the standard of nursing as we know it. She takes us back to her own burnout story and how she got to where she is now, living out her mission and purpose as a nurse. We really talk about career exploration, you know, prioritizing self care, going back to the basics that you might roll your eyes at, but are so foundational and so pivotal to you truly and loving and embodying and embracing your career as a nurse, and we talk about dropping into one of the most important and valuable resources that you have, your breath, and that is something that you always carry with you. I hope that you love this week's episode as much as I did recording it. Welcome, Bride, to the Built to You community. I am so excited to have you in this space with us here today. Can you just start off by sharing a little bit about you and who you are and what you're up to?
1: Absolutely. Michaela, thank you first for inviting me into this space and sharing my story with your audience and the opportunity to provide some value. Um, So a little bit about me, I am from Massachusetts, kind of born and raised here all my life. I've been a nurse for seven years, and I've been a nurse coach for two years in my private practice. And... For any nurses listening, I think we all get into the field to help and support others. And in a short time frame, within six months of being in the field, I realized this is not what they told us in nursing school mm-hmm. um, and really quickly hit burned out. And from that point, I bounced around. I bounced around a lot in uh, the nursing field, um, which is the beauty of being a nurse, right? We have so many avenues and so many different specialties we can get into, but I was really doing it from the place of like searching for that fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And in this place of really hitting the wall and realizing no matter where I went, I was still not fulfilled. I was still not connected to the, the part that drove me to nursing to serve others. And I was really, really disconnected to myself. And maybe i'll just i'll just pause there.
0: <laughs> yeah, i love that. And i'm sure that there's a lot of listeners listening right now who specifically are in a similar boat as you, you know, like i got in this profession for helping, healing, serving, whatever their why is, and kind of feeling that disconnect from the work that they do on a day-to-day basis. So i'm curious if you could take us back to kind of almost like that like soul searching, job searching time frame of your life, like how did you like navigate the like bouncing around and like, where, how did you land where you're at today? Mm.
1: Yeah. Great question. Um, so I, like I said, I, I kind of tried on all the different specialties. So I went from psych to rehab, to med surge, to telly, to (laughs) ICU, to home care, just seeing like, if I if I maybe can connect with my patients on a different diagnosis level, or if a different, like if they're critical care and I can treat them really rapidly and see that turnaround, will that bring my fulfillment back? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But in the midst of that, I was professionally, you know, serving and caring for others. And I had created my personal life completely around serving others as well. Um, on the personal end, um, I'm the oldest daughter, the oldest sibling, and uh, primarily like a single mom growing up. Uh, My mom was a single mom growing up, right? So I was kind of the next go-to to to at home help out and take care of the siblings. And um, also the friends that always was giving advice in the listening ear and what this was really allowing me to do is to focus so much on either my patients or my siblings or my friends and completely avoid myself Mm -hmm. and there was there was a fear underneath that of if I go into connecting with myself I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to deal with the emotions. I don't know how to care for myself, essentially mother myself. Mm -hmm. And what if it, like, what if it doesn't stop, right? Like, what if I go into this uncomfortable emotion and it just like lasts forever, right? I didn't, I just completely avoided that. So, I think many of us nurses can relate. Like if there's a crisis or if there's a code we are on, we can do it. We can figure it out. We know the solution. And then afterwards we are kind of on this intense downhill of like, oh shoot, like our nervous system is all of a sudden like feeling it. And then all the like discomfort and maybe all the stories in our heads come up. And when I would get to that point, I would out. So whether that was spoon in the peanut butter jar, bottle of wine, or a Netflix binge, isolating myself, that was how I coped. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of my dance between like professionally serving others, personally showing up for everybody else. And then the scariest part was when everyone was good right? Or when everything's settled, because then I was like, oh shoot, I have to deal with this. I don't know how. So then I numb out and I'm just kind of in this black and white of extremes on either end. Yeah.
0: That's such a powerful story. Thank you for sharing that with us. And I think about the nurse who's listening, who can like see herself through your story and kind of starting to connect the pieces herself of like, This is how I show up at work. These are all the hats that I have to wear outside of work. So, you know, how does everything kind of start to blend together? So, you know, you're making these career pivots. You're trying to, you know, fulfill these motherhood-ish like roles. How did you find fulfillment and purpose within your work? Um, Whatever point you landed at, you're like, this is it. This is where I was meant to be in your career.
1: Yeah. So. I kind of had that moment post night shift, like folding laundry. Um, I'm not sure if you work night shift, but you're kind of always in a daze. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Um, And I was actually listening to a podcast and I heard it's not who you are. It's what you learned. And if you learned it, you can unlearn it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's where things really started to click for me in that. Yes, I created my entire life around serving others, And also it's not who I am. Like, also it gave me that empowering, like perspective of like, oh, I can choose differently. Mm -hmm. So from that point, I was, I was at the beginning stages of working in the ICU. And I started, I got into my first coaching container and my first coaching program and really began to dive deep into like, where did I learn these things Where did I learn that I have to self-sacrifice in order to show up for others? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then all these, the root of all these learnings really began to like, yes, the nursing profession highlighted it, but I was doing this way before I (laughs) got into nursing. Right. Right. Um, And, you know, looking back, you can always be like, oh, thankfully I went down the path of nursing and it got that bad because sometimes it has to get that bad for us to say, okay, I I can't do this anymore. Right. So through, through that first coaching container and through understanding, like, where did I learn to take care of myself? Where did I learn to relate and and connect with others and essentially the world? And then just really deciding if, if these beliefs are serving me and serving me still? Is it serving me to continue to lower myself on the priority list? In is it serving me to have no vulnerable in in-depth relationships with anybody else? And beginning to really untangle this, which, you know, I'm kind of just <laughs> keeping things at the top layer here, but it's it's this deep inner work of like really looking at what is the dialogue going on in here and from that place beginning to rewrite it.
0: Right. And that work is deep and it takes a lot of work and even getting to that point and allowing yourself to get to that point. So I think about the nurse who's listening right now. And, you know, when I hear you say coaching container, I know what that means. And I know kind of how that coincides with the world that we live in. But for the nurse who's listening, who like doesn't even know how to start career exploration or self-exploration, do you have any advice for her? Mm like how did you come across like coaching and like investing in this program and like all of those things
1: yeah so the first thing that comes to mind is just beginning to get curious mm-hmm. beginning to get curious about the behaviors that are showing up and beginning to get curious about like the cycles that you find yourself in right where are you where are you feeling maybe anxious or unfulfilled or you know, this, this feeling of dissatisfied and this feeling of like, there's something missing Mm -hmm. and beginning to get curious in that realm. Um, and like I said, for me, it was, it really started with podcasts, beginning to just expose myself to people having conversations around these topics, beginning to just open up my perspective in my mind to like, what else is out there, really with no attachment, right? Like I didn't listen to that podcast episode thinking I'm going to get into this container and kind of flip everything upside down. Um, but this intention of being curious and with that, I think comes some deeper questions of yourself. Um, but before we even maybe get to the deeper questions, because that is so much of what happens in a coaching container, right? I'm mm-hmm. um, just getting curious as to like, what else is available for me? Or mm-hmm. why do I feel dissatisfied here? What would it look like to be really fulfilled, really excited to go to work, to be really connected with myself and my patients and my relationships?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think, you know, it's kind of like a standard or culture that Collectively, like with throughout nursing, whether it's bedside, non bedside, clinic, that like you just accept your job for what it is, right? There's no questioning, there's no curiosity. It's just like, well, it is what it is. You know, I go to work for 12 hours, I come home, I numb, I repeat for three days, and then I'm probably miserable for my four days off because I have no purpose or fulfillment at my job. And so I think even just empowering yourself or putting yourself in that position of, curiosity, like you said, asking those questions, you know, where am I not fulfilled? What things light me up? And really like starting to figure out what podcasts can I listen to? What resources can I move? And just kind of going down that rabbit hole of what comes next, which sounds
1: kind of like what you did. Totally, totally. And as you were talking about, like just being in the routine of like, I'm doing my three twelves and I'm just surviving. And I think it's important to like like let's be real like if we're curious in the workplace and we're curious with leadership and management and maybe even the doctors it's usually I don't want to say always but it's usually not well received right right <laughs> um so stepping into this place of curiosity it feels new right? right and I think a big piece and I know you you know all about this being um, in the midst of the collective is like creating that space of feeling safe enough to ask those questions and just yeah just for the nurse listening like i know you don't always feel safe in the workplace right you don't always feel heard or witnessed and you can start this curiosity within yourself it doesn't have to be big and bold in in management or you know in in the meetings it can be just simply, becoming curious as to what's going on in here Mm -hmm. because that's where it all starts. Right.
0: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. And me and you, we, you know, we both know that there's communities and resources out there that will hold that space for you. And that was something that as a new nurse, I wasn't aware of, you know, I didn't know things like the collective or nurse coaching or nurse mentorship or, you know, nurse coaches. I didn't know that that was a thing. So for the nurse who's listening go Google it, go get an Instagram, (laughs) social media. Like it's crazy that the resources out there that you can find once you put on that curiosity hat and you start to ask yourself those questions, the space is out there waiting for you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe even just listening to this podcast, it'll be on your your Facebook feed like it was on mine, <laughs> Right? Yeah. No,
0: absolutely. <laughs> However technology works, they plant the seeds when you didn't know that you needed them. <laughs> totally. Totally. But just like listening to that nudge, you know, maybe, maybe it is for the listener. Maybe it's not, but you never know without trying it on for size. And I'm sure you can speak to that, you know, when you started as a new grad, did you see yourself here in this position doing what you're doing now?
1: Oh gosh, no, (laughs) no. I thought, you know, as a new grad, you kind of get in like just warm and fresh eyes and and ready Mm -hmm. to give everything you got on the floor, which we do, right? We do wherever you're at in your nursing career. I think we really do give everything we can within our shift. But within my first year of nursing, I was like, this is going to really suck, but I think I have to leave. Like, I know I worked really hard to, you know, nursing school is not a walk in the park. And it, it really kills me to say that I have I'm going to leave the field, but I, I, I can't do this for the rest of my career. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to make it. Um, there has to be something different. So that's why, you know, I, I never would have imagined this being the path of nursing and really being able to create what I feel like is an impactful way to nurse and serve and heal others.
0: Right. And I've, before we go here, actually, I want to, so as you were like going through this, like self-discovery, like, I, you know, this isn't for me, but what comes next? Like, how did you kind of filter through the noise and just like gain clarity on where you're at now, you know, going through all the different positions, filtering through everybody's opinions, filtering through your own self doubt and limiting beliefs. Um, what kind of was like practices or habits that you had that kind of helped you stay rooted
1: in your vision? Mm, great question. Um, I think back, like it was only a few years ago now, but thinking back on like that version of me, it, it she just she just seemed so young, but. Um, so I'm just to like paint the picture a little bit. I'm still working night shift in the ICU. I'm in the midst of my first real deep coaching container, and I'm on track to start the collective that fall. And I knew I wasn't going to stay in the ICU, but that was where I was at right now. So I knew I had to navigate a way to take care of myself and really commit to healing and prioritizing myself Mm -hmm. while working, like while still bedside. Um, So it really looked like some simple things. Um, I was making sure I was getting in movement at least three to four times a week. I was taking, you know, my day off to really prepare, like nourishing food. I know you talk about that a lot on your platform and on your Instagram. Like it really is those simple things that are the big things, right? Mm -hmm. Like preparing, you know, I would go, I would go to my workout. I would shower at the gym and then I'd go in for my 7P to 7A shift. I'd eat breakfast and then I'd make sure I was getting six hours of sleep when I got home and, you know, like there was boundaries around using my phone there, you know, like there was really like a structure around how am I going to make this work for me? Mm -hmm. Even if this is not forever, this is right now. So I, I can't just say like, I'll take care of me later. That's what I've been doing. And that's how it got me here. Right. So how do I create these really like simple structure things and also give myself some room to flow, right? Like have some flow in like what that food looks like and what does movement look like? And what does it look like for me to play this week? What is fun and adventure? How social am I being? What are the conversations I'm having? Am I nurturing my relationships? You know, kind of looking at this wider perspective and then like, okay, how does that plug into my day-to-day in my, my week?
0: Yeah. So ultimately going back and like asking yourself, what do I need to show up in this season? And I like hammer at home on the podcast all the time on my social, like you have to take care of yourself first before you can go and take care of others. And I feel like a lot of nurses like still continue to eye roll, but there's so many success stories from like recovering from burnout or making career pivots that come from doing
1: that work on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love that you brought up like there, some of us are still like rolling our eyes at those things. Um And I mean, I don't know the hard and fast answer to this, but I think as just humans, we want like the fancy complex answer. And like, usually that's outside of ourselves and we can like go get it or go do it and buy it. And, you know, and it's like, Gosh, there's so much power within ourselves. <laughs> and right. if we can take some ownership mm-hmm. and just say like, you know what? This is the season I'm in. And mm-hmm. how do I make this work for me and just commit to that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And not falling victim to the profession or the license. Like I feel like a lot of times people are just like, well, it's part of being a nurse. Well, actually, update. <laughs> it's it's not part of being a nurse. It's a choice. And so like, I'm all about tough love and my podcast fam knows that because like at the end of the day, nobody's going to come save you. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, again, like you said, like the simple foundational tasks, habits that are going to help you build and, you know, get to that next best version of you.
1: (sighs) Yeah, yes. Um, And I think you know, this, this narrative that you spoke on, like, it's just part of being a nurse. We're, we're rewriting that. We're rewriting that narrative in this episode, in, in what we share to our audiences, like individually in the nurse coaching community, like this is the time of innovation. This Mm -hmm. is the time to shift healthcare. And it's a big task, right? It's a big system. and as big as it is like it has to start with us shifting our own systems we have to like through that then we're showing up in the system differently
0: chills yeah Yeah. (laughs) no like it really is like individually we have to show the system that something has to change but it's like how does the system change without each individual also changing you know it's it's like it's like a the domino effect or the ripple effect or whatever you want to call it, and I think about the nurse who's listening who doesn't feel empowered or doesn't feel like they have a say or a voice or a part of the movement, and like me and you both know that each individual
1: as a whole plays a huge role, yeah, yeah, and if i if I could say anything to that nurse, like own that role that you play, like, remember your power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And circling
0: back, like we said, you said at the beginning of the episode, like circling back to your why, you know, mm-hmm. why did you get into nursing? What's your driving force and how can you create more of that? Um, and I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, nurse coaching, the collective. People are probably like the collective, what's that? So if you want to touch a little bit just really quickly on like what nurse coaching is and kind of like the container that you're talking about, because I have a feeling some people are gonna be like, wait, what is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Um, so it's it's a tough thing to put into words, right? The experience in a coaching container, and that's why. Um, We're encouraged to just invite people into an experience and and see for themselves. But the Nurse Coach Collective is a course that allows you to essentially blend all of your nursing experience and knowledge and skills and add to your tool belt a holistic lens Mm -hmm. and a coaching skill set. So now you're blending this holistic and this health coaching with your nursing experience. And you are gaining, you know, a lot of just knowledge and um, coursework and online stuff. Um, but you're also gaining, like, you get real-time hours. You are coaching your peers. You are practicing mindfulness exercises. You are... Um connecting like with your your nursing like family that you've probably been searching for forever um you're having this sense of community and you're also really putting a stake in the ground for your career as nurses like we are the most trusted profession for I don't even know how long now I feel like every year we're continuing to hold that title mm-hmm. um but also you are now getting a board certification that sets you apart from other health coaches, from other life coaches. It is through the Holistic Nurses Association where you sit, you get, it, you take an exam, and you are able to say whether that is a board-certified nurse coach or a holistic nurse coach. So now you have these credentials added to your nursing profession that, again, it really allows you to stand apart because you're not only part of the most trusted profession, but you're now saying, I have this... Other set of skills in the coaching in the holistic realm that really allows me to support you as the whole human. And you come out of the program feeling pretty damn supported and prepared because you've had this blend of like knowledge and you've done real time practice. Like you are doing the hours and doing the time and everything encompassing you to sit down for that certification and pass with flying colors.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for touching on that. And if anybody has further questions, you can shoot either of us a DM and ask. But I'm currently going through the collective now and I'll be finishing up this fall. But I think just hearing is hearing like it in your voice is a testimony of like there's options out there outside of the nurse who's listening in the current career that they're in. You know, nurse coaching was something that I was like, what, what is that? And like, I didn't plan on talking about this, this whole episode, but I think it's powerful to hear like how that ties so beautifully into your story of, you know, where you started as a new nurse six months in being like, I was not meant to be here to filtering through however many different jobs to now landing where you're at now and really creating for yourself a career that's in alignment and fulfilled. And for the nurses listening, just knowing and believing that it's a hundred percent possible for you too. And nurse coaching might not be it, but there's something out there that's going to kind of scratch the itch of what you're
1: craving. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Cause that feeling, that feeling of stuck and like, I've worked so hard to get here. I don't want to throw it all away. And this isn't what I thought it was. Like, that's just a really, ugh, that's just not a fun place to be. So if,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if just bringing this conversation can bring some, shed of hope and impossibility for somebody wondering what's next for their nursing career um that's that's already a win <laughs> in my eyes um and even if that's not nurse coaching right like it can it can be something um, completely unrelated but nurse nurse coaching i really believe is is the future of nursing and it's it's wild to see how much it has really catapulted and not just like private practice nurse coaching, but like this is being brought into hospitals like that. And that's where we need it most, right? For those nurses, for those patients. And it is happening. Nurse coaching is becoming like, position in hospitals. It is being something that is contracted out. It is being something that hospitals are reimbursing nurses for to come and get nurse coaching support. You know, these are the just evidence that the shifts are happening. Um, so yeah, that just, it just keeps me from showing, keeps me showing up every day, honestly, to have these evidence of like, okay, shifts are happening. Things are moving.
0: Yeah. And that ties back to kind of what we were talking about, you know, the the system needs to shift and the system is shifting. And it starts with each individual person who, you know, does choose something more for themselves and really doesn't, you know, kind of have that. I'm just going to settle for it is what it is mindset. And I think about the nurse who's listening, who's like, there's so many options. I'm overwhelmed. I don't have any clarity. I know that you do a lot of meditation and breath work. How do you tie that into what you do now? And kind of what are the benefits of that?
1: absolutely so i love that you brought this up this this kind of ties back into where we started talking about like what did it look like tools in in showing up for yourself every day mm-hmm. and it looked like me because i had like i said i was avoiding myself all the time by showing up for others i i made a commitment to myself that i'm going to sit with myself even if it's for 5 minutes a day or whatever space I have and just be still and be quiet and check in. And what comes from that is like the ability to see like, what am I feeling? What's what's going on in my mental space? What's going on emotionally? Anything like physical body that I'm feeling like, what is what are my needs? What is my body asking for? And then beginning to meet myself in that space right? Beginning to check in with like, what do I need today? And how can I give that to myself? <clears throat> and this combination for me, it just started with like literally timer on my phone, five minutes, complete silence. Um, and then again, I started getting curious and trying guided ones, and then going on YouTube and trying different breath work um, practices because, Through the breath, we, we are intentionally like pulling air in, pulling air out, moving energy through. And this is something I've seen to be of such value for nurses because it's like a fast track to changing our state and like down-regulating our nervous system. Mm -hmm. And how powerful is it to know that like, we have something with us all the time that we can tap into that we can instantly change our state. And when I say change our state, I don't mean solve the issue or the problem. And that's, you know, I don't even think anybody is broken, right? There's nothing to fix, but mm-hmm. simply like change what is going on in our body, you know, and through that, that's where our emotions live. They're just energy emotions. And when we get up in our head, and we are labeling it with anxiety or anger or frustration or sadness, we're up here with the label and the stories around it, and we have it on loop. And that emotion is living somewhere in our body, and we have to move it through. We have to acknowledge it and just just be with it, right? And whatever that looks like, and that's really where I found through my coaching practice to be the most powerful starting the sessions with some breath work, with some meditation, or even we're in the middle of a session and we're talking and we're kind of going in circles and I will just pause things and say, okay, you know what? Let's drop in because we are so much in our head and we feel like we're stuck and we feel like we don't know. And we're so uncertain. How can we drop into our body? drop into our breath and just create some stillness because it, it again comes back to our empowerment in allowing space for the answers that are within us to come through.
0: Yes. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's like really, really empowering just to like hear. And like, I can just hear like the sense of calmness in your voice that like, you have so many like we all have thoughts but you're still connected within and I think about you know just in a nursing as profession the nurse who's listening to this like we encounter so many things throughout our day traumas codes family members patients and so it's like that's a lot to carry home you know it's a lot to carry with you on your days off and like you said like your breath is that one place or that one thing you're always gonna have yeah And so learning how to utilize that tool in your toolbox to work in your favor.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, super simple, right? Right. (laughs) Um, And for the nurse that's listening and is like maybe rolling their eyes and like, come on, just some breathing. Um, I, I, I get it. I've been there. I've I've rolled my eyes just as hard, um, but I did it anyways. And I was like, you know what? It may be quite honestly, maybe I did it to say, you know what? I'm going to try it, and I'm going to tell you it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely transparent, um, and it's not like if it works or if it doesn't. It's like how can you just consistently show up for yourself? Show up to the practice.
0: Mm-hmm
1: just being curious.
0: Yeah. And maybe it's just some content that I consume, but personally like I feel like meditation has become kind of like a taboo thing where it's like, you know, turn on the 15-minute meditation and sit in silence for 20 minutes and I love that you made it a lot more tangible, like my phone timer for 5 minutes. That's it. You know, how how simple is that to do or not to do after a shift or on a lunch break or, you know, somewhere else in between the busyness of life, but I think it's like meet yourself in the season that you're in and utilize the tools that you have.
1: Mm, exactly. Exactly. And I so appreciate that you brought up like it's meditation is like quite the buzzword, right? Like self-care, even like resiliency and nursing, like it's everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think it's from a good place. Right. And I also think we do. I talk about this a lot in my community, like it's great that you show up to the practice and we do our thing and I guide you through, but how are you taking this practice of presence into your conversation with your spouse Mm
0: -hmm.
1: into connecting with your patient on your shift into you know your morning with your kids like how are you taking this to your real life experiences Mm -hmm. because that's the integration right right we can sit and we can do meditation and you can feel great and then we can shut down zoom and you go kind of lose it in a heated conversation and that's, that's kind of where that missing piece is, And if you can take that ability to be present into your real life experiences, connecting with your breath for a moment to be present and respond rather than react, it, it changes your whole experience and something else that's just coming to mind too, if we're speaking like tangibles, um, like you can practice meditation, right? It's really the practice of being present. Mm-hmm. You can practice that on a walk without your phone. You can practice that, like engaging all your senses um, in in the middle of a shift, right? Like tapping into, like what can you smell, touch, taste, hear? Like just bringing yourself back to that like where your feet are, bringing yourself back to that present moment, the life that's happening right there. It doesn't have to be cross-legged on a meditation mat.
0: Yes. And I think that's just kind of like how it gets portrayed sometimes. So that's kind of like the picture that we tend to paint in our head when we think about meditation, but I love how you you know really hammering home that it's about being like present. And also I think it's really powerful to go into it knowing kind of the what and the why. You know, why am I dropping into this space? What is it going to teach me after this, or what am I going to change after this? You know, simply showing up sometimes isn't enough. It's the star. Mm. It's like the catalyst. But there's actions and follow through steps that kind of have to come after that, which I think you touched on really well there.
1: Yeah, awesome. And I love that you brought you brought up this like, why am I showing up? Because just showing up, it you're right. It's not enough. And it's easy for me to say like, I'm just going to show up. And then I don't show up because I don't understand that bigger picture of like, why am I even committing to this?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the showing up sometimes is like the hardest, but also the easiest part. It's kind of the the, the <laughs> discomfort that comes through the presence and the silence and then the navigating what comes after that.
1: <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because most of the time when we get quiet, everything else gets loud, right? We can hear and feel everything that's going on. Yeah, and that can be overwhelming sometimes. <laughs> totally, totally been there. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Bri, is there anything else, any last golden nuggets that you want to share with the Built to Be community before we hop off?
1: If nothing else, as I was saying earlier, I I just hope nurses and humans listening to this feel a, a deeper sense of empowerment mm-hmm. and a, a deeper level of confidence in their ability to choose because there's always our, we always have the power of choice.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's a really empowering like perspective to come from. But I think it's sometimes it's just like giving yourself the permission slip of like, I do have a choice and I am worthy of the choice. Mm, right. And, and like you said, like going down that curiosity, whole spiral lens, it's going to create more opportunities for you and really help you discover what's out there. Absolutely. Well, where can we connect with you after this? And what else do you have going on in your world right now?
1: Sure. So you can connect with me on Instagram, Nurse Coach Bry. And in regards to what I've got going on, I do have a realistic self care webinar happening next Wednesday. Um, when you're listening to this podcast, it's going to be July 27th. And this is going to really give nurses a roadmap to what it looks like to create self care in a structure of what their needs are but also giving them the flow to, to navigate what they need day-to-day within that structure. Because <laughs> let's be real, the nurse's life doesn't look the same every day, right? Mm-hmm. So how can we create this container of like, I know these things support me, and then look at our day, look at the time we have available, and plug and play what is fitting for us that day. So that's, that's what we're going to be doing, um, a blend of that. And then also, again, a big part of what has been so healing and transformative in my journey is getting to the root of a lot of the beliefs and the behaviors. So we're going to spend a good amount of time on the webinar as well, getting to the root of these feelings of guilt, these beliefs around self-sacrifice, and really release them once and for all. So, I'm really excited for that um, because by the end, nurses are going to have a clear understanding of what they can unlearn and rewrite, and then walk away with some tangible tools of how to show up for themselves every day.
0: Awesome. So exciting. Well, I personally will be there as well. So, I hope that some of our Built to Be listeners come as well. Um, if you have any questions or if you missed the memo that she was just chatting about, I'll have everything down in the show notes so that way you guys can make sure you can go connect with her, check out the webinar. Um, last question. If they listen to this episode after the webinar, will they'll be recording?
1: Yes. As long as they register uh, for the webinar, they will access the recording.
0: Sweet. All right. Well, I will make sure that they have access to all of that. And thank you so much for popping on with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me.